हरे कृष्णा अ वॉम वेलकम टू ऑल ऑफ यू फॉर टूडेज गीता लाइव सेशन द टॉपिक फॉर द डे इज द मिसिंग पॉइंट मेनी टाइम्स वी माइट वंडर वॉट इज मिसिंग वाई इन स्पाइट ऑफ आर एफर्ट्स इंडिविजुअली एंड कलेक्टिवली टू बी हैप्पी टू एक्सपीरियंस satisfaction contentment still it remains elusive it's missing and we can see it it's quite obvious if you see the world around us so what's the missing point we'll cover this in today's session based on krishna's teachings in the gita before we start request all of you to kindly join me we will offer these prayers these prayers are displayed on the screen you can kindly also chant them along with me and then we will plunge into the discussion <coughs> nama om vishnu padaya krishna prishthaya bhutale shrimate bhakti vedanta swamin niti namine <coughs> नमस्ते सारस्वते देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषा शून्यवादी पाश्चात्यदेशिणे जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्य प्रभुनिदाधरा शिवासादी गौरभक्तवृंदा नमो महावदन्याय कृष्णा प्रेम प्रदायते कृष्णाय कृष्ण चैतन्य नाम्ने गौरत्षे नमः नमो ब्रह्मणे देवाय गो ब्राह्मणे हिताय च जगदिताय कृष्णा गोविंदय नमो नमः हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमामी हरि प्रिये वाचा कल्पतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतितना पाभ्यो वैष्णवभ्यो नमो नमः हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम राम हरे हरे सो टुडे इन द डिस्कशन ऑन द मिसिंग पॉइंट वील बी ब्रॉडली कवरिंग थ्री इंपॉर्टेंट एस्पेक्ट्स ईच विल हैव अ टाइटल एंड लाइक वी हैव डन इन आर प्रीवियस सेशंस एज वी मूव फॉरवर्ड आई वुड रिक्वेस्ट ऑल ऑफ यू टू kindly mention it in the live chat after we have covered each point <clears throat> the first point is 
they do not know i repeat they do not know now one might wonder who is they and what they do not know so in the bhagavatam it is said na te vidhu vidhu means to know na te vidhu swarth gatim hi vishnu they do not know they means the entire populace by and large majority of the people in this world na te vidhu vidhu means to know swarth gatim hi vishnu the real swartha the real self interest is vishnu they do not know it's quite interesting to observe that each one of us each one of us without an exception we all have different professions different backgrounds born in different circumstances different goals different aspirations each one of us are unique but still there is one thing in common and that is all of us without an exception rich man poor man indian american educated uneducated every one of us without an exception we are pursuing happiness we are wanting to be happy if we are already happy we want to increase it and if you are not happy we are wanting to be happy if we are miserable we are trying to get out of that miserable condition so that we can be happy and as i mentioned it's not wrong to pursue happiness because that's the quality of a soul anandamayo bhyasat to be happy to be happy to be joyful is not a sin a soul seeks ananda so <clears throat> but in spite of our desire our inclination our aspiration to be happy and to maximize our happiness and in spite of we putting lot of efforts people are working very hard people are not lazy to pursue happiness there was a time when life was quite relaxed people would work for 7 to 8 hours in their offices in their workplace i have seen that particular life living in a township where people would come back from their workplace at 6 o'clock in the evening 6:30 and then those were the days when you didn't have you know internet you didn't have cable television and all that so people would invariably have their early dinner by 8 8:30 and you will see people strolling having a night walk socializing talking to each other some people engaging in some sports but we don't see that everyone is busy and we are working very hard gone are the days where a person works 6 hours 7 hours 8 hours these days 10 hours 9 hours 12 hours is very common we see people working even 
14 hours a day all for happiness now here there is a contradiction we are seeking happiness we are pursuing happiness we are working very hard for it everyone world over the scientists the architects the builders the engineers the doctors everyone is working very hard so that we can be happy this world can be a wonderful place for us to all live but statistics the numbers prove otherwise if you see statistics numbers in terms of the diseases if you see in terms of hypertension blood pressure anxiety depression suicides abortions the numbers speak a different story on one side we want to be happy but other side what we are getting in spite of we working very very hard very strenuously to achieve that happiness what we are getting in return is something different we are more and more unhappy if we could somehow although we don't have very easy way to measure happiness if we could somehow quantify and measure just like you know you can measure temperature you it's very objective 98.7 101.2 you can measure very objectively if we were to have some measuring scale to measure happiness and if we were to measure happiness an average person is enjoying or other is experiencing today in this world an average person in this world what he is experiencing if we could somehow measure some of you may agree with me that man 25 years back minus internet minus all the gadgets minus all the modern means of transportation and communications modern all the mobile phones facebook social media all what we are made for our happiness communication transportation all that man 25 years minus all this maybe was quite happier much more happier some of you may agree with this what i am saying so this brings us to a very fundamental question what is the missing point where are we going wrong in our pursuit of happiness intent is not wrong to be happy is not wrong to work hard we are doing that we are not lazy we are not laid back but in spite of working very hard and pursuing happiness why is it that we are getting something which is different from what we are pursuing very different from the goal what we have set that i want to be happy and that's a common goal the details may vary somebody might want to be happy by becoming an architect somebody might want to be happy by being a chartered accountant somebody might want to be happy to apply for a visa and you know go and settle down in some 
developed country being US, in Europe, some other country. Retails may vary, but then the end objective is the same. So what is the missing point? So Bhagavatam is saying, Nate Vidu, they do not know Swartha Gatim, their real self-interest is Vishnu. They should be pursuing Vishnu, the satisfaction of Vishnu. They do not know. So, one time there were three friends. They were staying on the 30th floor of a building, tall building, and uh, they were sharing a house, an apartment, the 30th floor of the building. So one day after office hours, they came back home and uh, they reached the ground floor. All of them came back together, probably working in the same office. And they saw a notice, apologize for inconvenience cost. The lift is under emergency repair. So lift was not functioning, they are staying on the 30th floor and they have come back from the office completely tired and exhausted and there they have this notice, inconvenience regretted. What can they do? It's an emergency repair. So these friends, they thought, okay, now we have no option but to take the stairs reached the 30th floor and uh, we have no option. So they all talked to each other and said, okay, while we climb the stairs, let's engage ourselves rather than engaging in some meaningless discussion. Let's recall some anecdote, some story. And just for a change, let it be something which is tragic. Let us recall something which, has, which we have heard of, some story, some anecdote, which is tragic. And let's have a competition. After we reach our home, our apartment on the 30th floor, we will decide whose story We'll take turns, each one will have to tell a story, an anecdote, which is tragic. And we will decide whose story or anecdote was the most tragic. Let's have this competition and I'm sure the time will pass very quickly. So they all started off. The first one began and he said, The first time when I heard this story, there were tear in my, tears in my eyes. It's so tragic, it's so unfortunate. And then he started off, I know a lady. She had seven miscarriages. She wanted to have a child. She and her husband planned. And unfortunately, every time, be it third month or eighth month or sixth month, Every time for seven 
times they had miscarriages. They were in anxiety, they went to many doctors, they consulted many physicians, they took various medications in a desperate need to have a child. And eventually, by Lord's grace, it attempt, they begot a child. And because they had gone through so much of pain, so much of difficulty, so much of anxiety, they were very, very attached to this child. They loved him so much, they pampered him with everything he wanted. Right from the day he was born and by the time, this time, as of today, as of present, he was seven years old. So whenever he would go home, go outside for playing or whatever it is, the mother would anxiously wait. She was so attached, the only child they had. And one day, while this child had gone in the neighborhood with a small bicycle, small bicycle, to play and move around with the friends, while he was returning back, and then he stopped and he said, it's so tragic, it's so tragic. He says, while he was returning back, a car hit him from back and he was spot dead. He was spot dead. And when this, I can't explain to you when the mother, the parents heard about this, what they went through. What they went through, their whole life collapsed. They were shattered. They were broken hearted. I don't think there could be anything more tragic than this. For a mother who has tried to beget a child, had a miscarriage seven times, eventually got it, the only child and it died untimely because of freak accident. By the time they had reached the 10th floor and then the second one started, he says, yes, what you have told is quite tragic, but what I'm going to share with you is even more tragic. It's, it's, I mean, when I heard this story, it took me days to reconcile, to settle down with the shock, with the grief which I experienced on hearing this real life story. And then he went on to explain that there was a family and this was in one sense a role model. This family, generally in families, you know, there's always a tiff, the undercurrents, misgivings, fights. But here it was quite unique. The husband and wife, they were quite loving, caring. Never ever they had fought in their life. And the children, very good upbringing, very brilliant, excellent in academics. And one fine day, this whole family had gone on a vacation and they were returning back. And they had a nice time. The entire family, they were in a car and unfortunately, unfortunately on that day, the line man, generally, you know, in the railway signals, wherever the, the road crosses the tracks, you have, you know, a line man who closes the, the, this thing. He unfortunately was drunk 
that day somehow he missed putting the the uh, the bridge whatever is called to stop the people to move and cross the track he forgot that and this they had they did no mistake they were just returning back normal speed following all the regulations they suddenly crossed the track and by that time the engine and the train came by and they were completely smashed including the car the entire family collapsed and died on spot the whole bodies were completely rammed so it was very tragic by the time you know couple of them had started crying this is very unfortunate and by the time they had almost reached the 25th 26th floor and then the turn was for the last one to share his story and then he was quite reluctant quite uh should he share the story is going to be very tragic it will shatter all of them including the friends who were there they'll experience the shock of their life so he was reluctant and they kept climbing so others said no no share whatever it is he says i've heard both of your stories but i think the one i am going to speak is very tragic so they all said why don't you speak and he was reluctant somehow to share this he says somehow i don't have the courage to share this with you i'm sure you all will be so shocked so much dejected hearing this and they kept encouraging and by the time they had almost reached the 29th floor they kept climbing and they reached the 29th floor and then he says actually my story is very small it's a one line story and then he said i am sorry to say it's very difficult for you to take it in stride i have forgotten the key to our apartment downstairs and by the time these two friends they were completely you know ready to hit him they have spent all the time climbing the stairs by the time they reached their apartment 30th floor with great difficulty climbing the stairs one by one and this person is saying that he has forgotten the key it should not happen that we also do the same mistake and if we are in the same predicament nate vidu swarth gatim hi vishnu they do not know then we will also experience the same thing nate vidu swarth gatim hi vishnu at the point when we leave this body leave this world we will experience that pain all what we have painstakingly worked on acquired achieved a degrees bank balance money properties assets everything will be left behind it is we have heard it many times we also say it kya leke aaye the kya leke jayenge but we will experience that it will be just like you know sometimes 
a dope test recently a boxer from india was failed a dope test or sometimes when such things happen they're stripped of their medals it's painful experience lance armstrong you know he was uh, the cycling champion for 8 years i don't know it's a very rigorous race for cycling competition and uh, he was found doping taking drugs and he was stripped of all his medals so all the achievements will be stripped off and we will feel a sense of dejection that whatever i have worked for whatever i have achieved has no meaning i have to just leave behind everything and just go empty handed so what is that main thing which if we don't have it's all worthless it's all meaningless and that bhagavatam is saying nate vidu swarth gatin hi vishnu they do not know that their real self interest is vishnu we'll cover more in detail why it is said like that they do not know and why vishnu is the real self interest we'll cover more in detail so first point i request the devotees attending the session today to kindly jot down in the live chat what is the first point the heading of the first point and then we move on to the second point the second point is watering the root i repeat watering the root i'm sure some of you might have watched the oh my god omg movie i quite a lot although we don't watch movies but many people spoke to me swami ji have you watched swami ji have you watched what's the rebuttal how do you explain what is being mentioned lot of things were sarcastically portrayed and many people were completely shaken unless they had good spiritual understanding there's a family known to me the younger son he went to that movie saw the movie and after that day he stopped going to the temple stopped believing in god he saw in movie certain things just like you know they doing abhisheka and that mill going in the drain and so many other things which were very sarcastically portrayed so you know he felt that is all blind belief superstitious we all believe and worship statues idols there is no god until date although other family members are practicing krishna consciousness till date he is not budging from his position and he does not want to chant does not go to the temple does not want to follow any spiritual or religious practice so when i heard so much i also watched because since we conduct many sessions it's important to know what is what are people watching so that you know we can address those doubts which might have crept in the minds of people so i was speaking to one lady she told me that 
this doubt came in my mind also and she is quite pious quite religious so every i think i don't remember one day in a week she would go to a shiva temple and she would carry a pot of milk and offer that milk to that shivling so this lady told me that one day i instead of going to the temple and offering that milk to shivling i saw a poor child on my way to the temple and i could make out that he had not eaten it was quite lean it was quite obvious and he was asking for food asking for money so i just gave that milk to that boy and as if he was so hungry and so thirsty immediately took that pot and he drank that milk and he the smile what i saw on his face was ethereal the satisfaction i got by seeing the smile on the face of that child was so satisfying so the question was we offer milk to shivling but here we see a live person and we offer that and we can see an immediate change happiness on that face which is very satisfying so why should we not do that why should we go to the temple do abhishek why should we uh, you know offer garland to the deity archa vigraha after all who knows god's there not there it's a statue it's an idol we all just have some belief some faith but here it's a boy who is just there in the street hungry and you give that you can see the smile it's quite quite clear quite obvious that you have helped someone and you also experience that joy the happiness the satisfaction of having helped someone so then she asked me what's wrong in it can we not just do that yes logically speaking prima facie at the face value it looks quite appealing and that's what the movie has taken advantage of and when people do not know proper spiritual understanding of what we do why we do then we can get completely bewildered so i gave her an example let's say there is a tree in our garden and for whatever reason the tree is completely drying up it's drying up not complete it's, it's drying up and what are the symptoms the leaves are turning yellowish shriveled and you can make out that because of the hot the summer the there is definitely some deprivation of water and because of which it is drying up now you have a water can you can see all the leaves the twigs drying up where do we go and put water i asked her do we pour water on the leaves 
seeing that the leaves are drying up. She said, no. She told me, I, said, I asked her, where do we put the water? She told at the root. Then I said, but the roots are not drying up. In fact, the whole trunk of the tree is quite nourished. It's only the leaves which are drying up. And it was quite obvious this is the right way to water a plant, a tree. You put the water on the root and automatically the water gets distributed or reaches all the twigs, branches, everything. Same is the case here. Nati vidu swart gatim hi Vishnu. Vishnu Krishna is the root. Yatha taror mula nishechanena. Yatha taror, taror means the tree, mula nishechanena. Just like in a tree, if you pour water on the root, the water gets distributed, water reaches every part of that tree. Likewise, if we please Vishnu, if we please Krishna, if we satisfy by our works, by our actions, by our deeds, by our thoughts, then Yasmin Tushte Jagat Tushta. By satisfying Him, the entire world can get satisfied. We have example of the Durvasa Muni who came to Ambarish Maharaj and with his huge number of disciples and they all went to river and they asked for food and Amrish uh, and uh, you know where can he provide food for so many people and then Krishna took that morsel and everyone was satisfied sorry it was uh, the Pandavas so Nati Vidu Swart Gatimhi Vishnu Krishna or Vishnu is a root just like it looks contradictory. The leaves are drying up and you're putting water in the roots. It's, it's apparent contradiction. But the fact is, that is the right method. In today's world, we were talking about the missing point. There is no shortage of humanitarian work. There is no shortage of people with good intentions trying to help others. In the recent times, because of COVID, there's no shortage of contributions, donations and the relief work which has happened. In fact, when the second wave came and there was a lot of this thing, many countries were apparent not having good terms with India, also sent planes loaded with relief materials. And India, after 16 years, even changed that policy and accepted those relief materials. So there is no shortage of people trying to help, trying to make this world a better place, giving donations, contributions to help others. But as I mentioned in my previous point, in spite of all the good intentions, in spite of all the good work, the numbers speak otherwise. More and more people are going below the poverty line. More and more people are losing their jobs. This pandemic has really shaken up the whole world. If we have some spiritual orientation, definitely we will understand that we have missed a very, very important point. We have, in our pursuit of happiness, have gone wrong 
miserably. It should make us think, what is that missing point? And that is what the Bhagavatam is saying. Nate vidu swart gatim hi Vishnu. Once there was a villager who had a dog. And uh, this village happened to be next to a highway. And in the evening, you know, after the sun sets down, the weather becomes quite cool. He would sit just outside his house. And the dog also would sit by the side of a road, the roadside. And every time a vehicle would pass, the road, the, the dog would also start running along with the vehicle, trying to overtake the vehicle. But dog has limitation, the vehicles run at a huge speed, 70, 80 on a highway. So every time the vehicle would come and the dog would start running, it would run for a while along with that vehicle with the intent to, to overtake that vehicle. But every time the dog would be left behind, the vehicle would continue. So once this villager, the person who was owning this dog, his friend asked him, I am amazed at the dog's perseverance. Do you really think that a day will come when he will overtake a vehicle? A, speedy vehicle, a speeding vehicle passing on a highway, 80 kilometers, 90 kilometers per hour, that speed. Do you think a day will come when he will really overtake that vehicle? So the villager replied, that does not worry me. When will he overtake? Will that day come? What worries me is, what will he do after he overtakes a vehicle? In other words, it is futile. It is waste of time. It's waste of energy. After all, it's a dog we cannot blame. It does not have that intelligence to ascertain, to discern, to discriminate. But we are human beings. We have got intelligence. We are engaged in many pursuits, trying to achieve many goals, which are like the dog trying to overtake that vehicle. Missing the main point, and what is that main point? Nate vidu swart gatim hi Vishnu. So, I request the devotees to kindly mention the second point, the heading in the live chat. As we move on to the Kirtan, we'll participate, we'll all join together and participate in the Kirtan. And after Kirtan, we come to the third point and then we take on some more questions and answers. Questions. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Oh, uh-huh. 
कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare
recap of what we have covered so far the point one was they do not know nate vidu swart gatim hi vishnu the second point was watering the root if we have to water a plant although the leaves are drying we actually put water on the root with the understanding with the knowledge that the water will get distributed everywhere and that's the right way of watering a plant in fact if we keep watering the leaves all the more the water will get the the plant will get dried up because you're not you're missing the main point so the third point today what we're going to discuss is please make a note of it value of human life i repeat value of human life we all know human life is very valuable out of 84 lakh species of life 84 lakh yonia after many many life transmigrating in lower species we get the human birth 
लब्धवा सुदुर्लभम इदम बहु संभवान्ते आफ्टर मेनी मेनी लाइफ आफ्टर मेनी मेनी बर्थ्स वी गेट दिस ह्यूमन बर्थ एंड दिस ह्यूमन बर्थ इज वेरी प्रेशियस वाइट इज प्रेशियस इन दिस बर्थ इन ह्यूमन फॉर्म ऑफ लाइफ वी कैन फाइंड आउट द मिसिंग पॉइंट इन नो अदर लाइफ फॉर्म plants birds aquatics reptiles animals cannot find out nate vidu swarth gatim hi vishnu they cannot find out who we are why we have taken birth they cannot find out so the human life is said to be very valid that's why it's asatoma satgamaya come to light come to knowledge तमसीमा ज्योतिर्गमया ज्योतिर और असतोमा सतगमया द सत रेफर्स टू द मिसिंग पॉइंट व्हाट वी आर टॉकिंग अबाउट टुडे राम नाम सत्य है राम नाम सत्य है वी सी दैट वी हियर दैट सो इन ह्यूमन फॉर्म ऑफ लाइफ वी कैन अंडरस्टैंड दिस थिंग एंड इट्स वेरी वैल्यूबल इट इज सेट इन द भागवतम लब्धवा सुदुर्लभम बहु संभवान्ते मानुष्यम जन्म अनित्यम ऑल दो इट इज नॉट नित्या इट इज नॉट परमानेंट अर्थम अर्थदम अर्थदम मीन्स इट इज वेरी मीनिंगफुल वेरी प्रेशियस ओनली इफ यू नो द वैल्यू देन वी विल ट्राई टू मेक द मोस्ट ऑफ दिस ह्यूमन बर्थ बट वी डू नॉट नो द वैल्यू Tūrnam yatetana patet. Anyone who knows the value, the Bhagavatam, the sages. Tūrnam yateta because they know the value, they know the missing point. Tūrnam yatetana patet anumrityu yavan before we again fall into the clutches of death and lose this precious human form. Tūrnam yate. Tūrnam means there is an urgency. Tūrnam means quickly. Tūrnam yateta. Yateta means endeavor turnam yatet na patet patet means again we fall into the clutches of death which is inevitable again we will fall into the clutches of death devotee non devotee materialist atheist theist rich man poor man black white anybody we will fall into the clutches of death and all the more we can see in present times तूर्ण यतेत न पतेत अनुमृत्यु यावन निश्रेयासा विषया खलु सर्वत्र सियात दिस विषया खलु दिस ग्रेटिफिकेशन ऑफ सेंसेस द सेंस प्लेजर सर्वत्र सियात इन ऑल लाइफ फॉर्म्स इन ऑल अदर स्पीशीज वी हैव अबंडेंटली एक्सपीरियंस दैट इनफैक्ट इफ यू सी मेटीरियल प्लेजर होल मूवीज आर बेस्ड ऑन अट्रैक्शन बिटवीन मेल एंड फीमेल and they having material sensual pleasure in gorgeous ways we said even the dogs enjoying that in the street the setting may be different they may not be in a cozy apartment but then the act which gives a pleasure the pleasing sensation is the same turnam yateta so bhagavatam is saying before we again fall into the clutches of death we have a very important 
responsibility, duty having got this human birth. So that's why the point, the value of the human birth. Once there was a guru who had a disciple and the disciple put forth a very important question to the guru that everyone knows that human life is precious. Everyone knows that one day we have to leave this world. Then why don't people understand the value? And why don't they take up spirituality sincerely, seriously? So the Guru replied, probably they do not understand the value because they don't have the knowledge. So the student was not quite satisfied with the answer. He could not comprehend what the Guru said because they do not have the right knowledge. Because based on knowledge, you value things. So just to give him a first-hand experience of what he told, the Guru gave him a stone and told, in those days it was a barter system where you exchange goods. If you want something, you give something and in return you are given something back. So the Guru told him, you go to different, go to marketplace, you try to barter, try to give the stone and try to get something in return. And let's see how much you are able to get. What do people tell you about this particular stone? So first he went to a sweet shop. The owner of the shop and he told him that, can I get that sweet? Here I have a stone, you can take this and in return, can you give me of those sweets? So the shop owner mocked at him, he says, get lost, go away, don't waste my time. After all, how can I, although he did not verbalize, he did not speak, but it was quite obvious from his action, his words, how can a stone be exchanged for sweets? They are quite costly. They have much more value compared to an ordinary stone, a stone. So he was quite dejected with that answer. He was sent back and no way he could exchange that stone with the sweets. So he went to a, the next place he went was actually a vegetable vendor. And vegetable vendors, you know, they have that taraju, they have that weighing scale, those times, earlier times, barter system, and they have the weighing scales with, they were not digital scales, they were weighing scales, we actually have the weights. And we have seen people used to weigh with some stones, so they somehow have a stone which actually weighs 750 grams or 1,001 1 kg. So he thought probably the stone might be useful as a weight to measure, but it's a stone. So he said, yes, I'm willing to take and in return, I'll give you this onion. He took this onion and he said, you give me this stone and I'll give this onion. So in other words, his value for that stone was equivalent to value of one onion. But this Guru has said, you show this stone to many people, he did not give that stone and he decided to go to the next shop to really find out 
what does that shopkeeper say this time he went to a huge jewelry shop and right at the entrance the security guard first he did not allow but since he was persistent somehow he allowed him the owner asked him to come in and when he went in so the jeweler huge shop filled with you know gold gold ornaments jewels different kinds of precious stones gems so this man showed the stone to this jeweler and the jeweler's eyes popped out he saw the stone he says my god and then he folded his hand and he said where did you get it from and then he said unfortunately unfortunately i cannot afford it i cannot afford it i cannot really have if i were to give everything what i have in my shop it won't be this thing but can i give you some small necklace made of gold just so that i can have a closer look of this stone never ever i have in my life come across this precious stone so he was amazed so this stone was not an ordinary stone but for a vegetable vendor who has no idea of a precious stone it was like a ordinary stone and he wanted to exchange with an onion and for a sweet shop owner who again thought it's an ordinary stone based on his knowledge based on his perception based on his understanding for him it was not worth trading with any sweets in his shop the jeweler who knew about precious stone he could immediately recognize it is precious stone and was amazed how did you get it from where did you get it and he says i don't mind giving you some jewelry just to have a glance at the stone a closer glance at the stone so the stone is the same the same stone was shown to a jeweler same stone was shown to a vegetable vendor same stone was shown to the sweet shop owner but their response was difference based on their understanding their knowledge their perception likewise we have one perception of one understanding of what we should be doing in this human birth and just like bhagavatam is saying our goal is sense gratification big or small rich or poor our goal is sense gratification what is sense gratification we hear this quite often in prabhupad's lectures in prabhupad's talks in prabhupad's books what is sense gratification when we touch the sense object when the senses come in contact with the sense objects for eyes it is a beautiful form for ears it's melodious sounds for tongue it is palatable food stuff tasty food stuff which is very palatable for our taste buds for the for the nose smell these are sense objects and the senses are there so when we when the senses come in contact with the sense object there is an experience of pleasure happiness and in today's world 
the goal for everyone without an exception is sense gratification to maximize that happiness which Bhagavatam is saying we have done that many many lives in other life forms also and it's abundantly available there to bridge this missing point to understand Nate Vidu Swartha Gati Me Vishnu is only possible in human birth sense gratification is possible in all births eating sleeping mating defending in all births it's possible and we are doing it maybe not in a sophisticated way sexual enjoyment is experienced in other births also in other forms also that's why Bhagavatam is saying Vishya Khalu Sarvatrasya Vishya Khalu sense gratification is rampantly available in all life forms but to understand the missing point and to just to do justice to it Asatoma Satgamaya it's only possible in human birth and Bhagavatam Bhagavad Gita the great Acharyas who are in knowledge they understand the value of human birth and then there is a sense of eagerness Thurnam Yateta before we again fall into the clutches of death very very enthusiastically without wasting a moment we should pursue that goal and what is that goal to satisfy Vishnu to please Vishnu to be conscious of Vishnu to be conscious of Krishna by the way when we are saying Vishnu Krishna some people may wonder, I am interchangeably using this word. Actually, Vishnu, Krishna are the same personality. We will cover that in detail in some other session. Just like a high court judge in high court is respected or reverence, but the same high court judge, when he comes back home, when he plays with his grandchild, he has no, no sense that he is to be respected like that. Out of his intimacy, out of his love for his grandfather, So, with this we will uh, request all the devotees, if you have, uh, while we take some questions, you can jot all the three points, so that we have, uh, while we are covering the question answer, write all the three points which we have covered, the first one being they do not know and let us see if we can get all three up there. So, we have some questions today, we will just This question is from Ravi Kiran Yana Madala. There's a movie by name Radhe got recently released. Everyone who is calling the movie name by will get some Sukruti like devotees chanting Radha name. Yes, I've heard this uh, recently the movie. Radhe, I do not know the content whether it is has some spiritual content but nevertheless the name Radhe is spiritual it is so yes there is some concept called agnat sukruti when we chant the names of the lord or the devotees name even unknowingly unintentionally there is some agnat sukruti unintentionally unknowingly just like ajamila chanted the name narayana his son's name narayana but still he was benefited yes there will be some benefit for everyone who chants the name of radha Although they may not be referring to Radharani, may be referring to the moon, but some Sukruti, some Agnat Sukruti they will get. This question is from Virendra Egbote. 
what is the difference between material and spiritual happiness and how a person achieves spiritual happiness? Uh, I thought that answer was given by someone in the live chat. Uh, uh, the difference being that material happiness, which is like sense gratification, it is quite pleasing in the beginning. It is nectar in the beginning. But Krishna says that very happiness will be the cause of misery or distress will be the cause of entanglement, will be the cause of bondage. We gratify the senses, we want to be happy, we miss the point and we become miserable. Because we have missed the point. Human life is not meant for, yes, for our sustenance, some bit of sense gratification cannot be avoided, we have to eat. We are not saying that we should eat everything which is not palatable. All tasty things should be shunned, should be renounced, only tasteless, bland food should be. That's not the philosophy, that's not the understanding. But goal of life should not be to increase, maximize sense gratification. So that's material. And spiritual happiness is the opposite. It is apparently poison in the beginning. Although it is not poison, it is nectar. Chanting of the names of Krishna is nectarian. Reading Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam is full of rasa, full of nectar. But in present state, Prabhupada compares a present state to a jaundice patient. A jaundice patient, even if you give a sugar candy, it will taste bitter. It's not the problem with the sugar candy. The jaundice patient is in a diseased condition. So, because we are in a diseased condition, spiritual happiness is like poison in the beginning. Like a jaundice patient, sugar candy is bitter. But as the disease gets cured, the same sugar candy will appear sweet. So, spiritual happiness apparently, that's why I am using the word apparently, it looks like it is poison in the beginning, it's nectar in the end. Because spiritual life means austerities. Penances, getting up early in the morning, controlling your senses, controlling the mind, restraining yourself from temptations, from allurements. It's poison for a practitioner who still has desires for sense gratification. Vishaya, Vinivartanta, to restrain, it's difficult, but it is nectar in the end. This question is from Ajay Raj Sharma. What's correct understanding when Krishna says he will dissolve all past karma for one who comes in his shelter? Is it so easy to get rid of bad karmas when we know the law of karma is so stringent? Yes, Krishna can. Krishna is all powerful. There is no karmic reaction which Krishna cannot, so to say, cleanse clear off he is all powerful but as we become devotees sometimes krishna allows the karmic reactions to teach us some very important lessons sometimes what misery can teach us we will not learn we'll never learn when we are in a happy state of affairs so for a devotee, although yes, when we surrender to the Lord, first and foremost, we are not fully surrendered to the Lord. As we surrender, so shall I reciprocate. 
It is not that just because I have become a devotee, I am putting tilak. I am fully surrendered. No. Still, we may have material desires. We are not pure devotees. So, if we are pure devotees, yes, Krishna takes complete charge and wipes all the karma. After that, whatever happens in that life of that is, is the leela of the Lord. But that's not our case. We are not fully surrendered. We are not full devotees. We still have material desires. We still have independent attitude. But nevertheless, for whatever we have done on the devotional path, Krishna does take charge of our lives. And some bit of karma Krishna allows to manifest in our life some miseries, some prosperity, some happiness. Karma can hit us because Krishna wants us to learn some things which otherwise we refuse to learn. This question is from Devashish Mukherjee. I have been suffering from arthritis problem in knees and waist and also joint pain. I do understand that it is due to my prarabdha karma. I want to get rid of this. In what way can I come out? Krishna in many places in the Bhagavad Gita says, you have the right to do your duty, but do not be attached to the result. Many times we can go to two extremes. One is knowing that it is my karma, we don't do our duty, may not even consult a doctor, may not take the medication, say it's my karma. What can I do? So that's one extreme. The other extreme is, come what may, it has to get cured. Come what may, it has to get cured. That's other extreme. Both extremes will lead us to problems. We do our duty. As a matter of duty, yes, consult the best of doctors, take the best of medications, as per your discretion, as per your intelligence and do not be attached to the results. It may happen, may not happen. There are many things in this life, what we are experiencing, we may not experience relief. Somebody's leg is amputated. He may, as a matter of duty, go to the doctor, get his, you know, uh, false or uh, wrong, I mean, artificial leg planted, but still, he cannot get this leg back, the original leg back. He has to live with it. Sometimes death happens in a family, you may long for that person to come back, but you have to live with it. There's no way you can get that person back. So likewise, we do our duty and leave it to the Lord. Sometimes we should not even, in the name of spirituality, in the name of accepting karma, we may not do our duty. So that we have to take care and then leave it to the Lord. Don't be attached of the outcome. Not that we should not try, not that we should not desire. Who knows if we have good health, we can serve the Lord better. But we can do our duty and leave it to the Lord. This question is from Drishti. Swamiji, please tell me the most important phrase of Bhagavad Gita for students. Many times when we come to spirituality, we find that doing our responsibilities, our so-called worldly duties is a pain. It's not pleasing to the mind. For some people, yes, I would love to read Bhagavad Gita, chant the names of Krishna, spend all time doing that. Reading my syllabus books is, is a pain. 
and sometimes we may not even find a purpose in doing that. So probably an answer to such students, like you said, what's the motivation for students? Arjuna also actually in the Bhagavad Gita, the first chapter, he found no purpose in fighting the battle. He said, it's, I'm okay with begging as far as my sustenance is concerned. I can sustain myself begging. What's the use of fighting and killing my own brothers, kinsmen, my relatives, my, my near and dear ones? But Krishna said, again, as a part of dharma, he says, Mam anusmerya yudhyacha. You think of me and fight. Do your duty. So as students, we should not shrug from our duty. Yes, we have to, even material education, going to school, college has a place. Has a place that even if we want to serve the Lord, that also, this knowledge also has a place. To develop our analytical skills, to develop some knowledge, although we may not use the entire body of knowledge, but still it has a place. As students, it's our responsibility that we should study and do well in our academics. And how do we do that? Mam anusmare yudhacha. Be conscious of the Lord and do your duty. Prabhupada, it may not be easy to be always conscious of the Lord. That's why Prabhupada gave the sandwich program. Morning, some, find some time to remember the Lord, chant the names of the Lord, read Bhagavad Gita, then do your duty. If you are a student, your duty is to study well. And then again, the sandwich in the evening before we go to the bed, spend some time again remembering the Lord. And as we do this, in course of time, the upper layer and the lower layer will automatically increase if you are doing it quite well. The Lord will bring forth those changes in life, the circumstances where we'll have more and more opportunities to remember the Lord, to serve the Lord. That's what students should do. This question is from Virendra Ekbote. Since Lord Krishna is everything, can we chant Krishna's holy name by meditating on various controlling elements such as air, fire, water, earth? Mind will not deviate while med meditating on elements. There may be different kinds of meditation. But the meditation, what is prescribed by the Shastras in Kali Yuga is to chant the names of Krishna, especially the Hare Krishna Mantra. I am not saying that there is a meditation like what you are mentioning here, but that may not be easy to practice and is not recommended, especially for this age of Kali. This question is from Ajay Raj Sharma. If I am Krishna conscious whole my life and I am not able to remember at the uncertain last moment, is it that all our efforts go, have gone in vain? What is the proper understanding of Antakale Maam Smaran Muktva? This question was asked by a devotee to Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada, what happens if a devotee has tried to remember the Lord throughout his life and the last moment for whatever reason, just like in a plane crash or in an accident? Just like Rajiv Gandhi was assassinated. One moment he was there and next moment there was a blast. And everything was in pieces. So where is an opportunity to remember? And it can happen to anyone. Sudden crash, an accident, the car is moving at 80 km, just goes off the road and hits the tree. Where is the question of remembering the Lord? 
So Prabhupada says, if a devotee has remembered the Lord and even if, even if, because he has remembered the Lord throughout his life, practiced remembering the Lord throughout his life, even if he is not able to remember at the point of that, the Lord remembers the devotee and all his spiritual endeavors and gives him credit for that. In other words, it is not a gamble. Yes, we should practice. Yes, we should desire that last moment I should leave the breath remembering the Lord. But who knows, for whatever reason, it could be a sudden accident. Even if we fail to remember, all our endeavors will not go in vain. Just like in Bhagavatam, Bharat Maharaj died thinking of a deer. Still, he was blessed for all his spiritual activities. Next life, he took the birth of, uh, in the form of a body of a deer. But he remembered his previous life experiences, why he got this birth. And the next life, the life after having got the birth of a deer, he was born as Jada Bharat most exalted devotee of the Lord. So the devotee may forget the Lord momentarily, but Lord does not forget the devotees, uh, uh, whatever he has done to serve the Lord, to remember the Lord. The Lord does not forget. That's why Nate Vidu Swartha Gatim He Vishnu, our real Swartha is to remember the Lord, to serve the Lord, to accumulate spiritual points, serving the Lord, which will remain with us wherever we go. This question is from Bharat Shivlani. Can you please explain why after chanting for so many years, I am not getting taste for it? There are 10 offenses to the holy name of the Lord. I will not get into details. It will take some time. One of the offense is to maintain material desires. Another offense is to commit sinful activities on the strength of the holy name. Prabhupada gave us a story of a marriage party who wanted to cross the river and they got into the boat and apparently the whole night the marriage party thought that the boat is moving. And the boatman also because it was quite dark he was apparently also you know rowing the boat. But morning when they got up, they found themselves at the very same spot where they were the previous night. When the boatman tried to analyze what had happened, why it did, did not move in spite of he rowing the boat, they realized that the boatman had forgotten to remove the anchor. The anchor which had tied the boat. So, we might also not, may not have removed the anchor, anchor of spirit of material enjoyment. We are too attached. Many times when we say chant the names of Krishna or whatever it says, no, what if I chant, you know, I don't want to lose it also, lose this life also. So, we have to introspect. The sages, the acharyas, Lord Krishna is not bluffing. Marketing campaigns, yes, there is some bit of bluff. At times we are misled. But Acharyas, who are pure devotees, they are not misleading us. They are saying as 
this holy name is full of nectar the more we chant the more we will want to chant more we will relish it so they are not bluffing just that we are in a diseased condition we have material desires we don't want to give up those desires we have the spirit of sense enjoyment very very deeply rooted in us should take some time for us to get cured of and unless we are willing to give up these material desires and pursue spiritual desires sincerely quite possible we might feel that we are stuck in one place we are not moving ahead this question is from vinayak chaurasia due to some psychological medicine i am getting 9 hours sleep and the whole routine of chanting gets disturbed and how to get only 6 hours sleep please help how to avoid mode of ignorance you should consult your doctor who has prescribed the medication since you already consulting a doctor it is important that you give this feedback that you're getting a lot of sleep and take his help generally when we go through some challenge something is prescribed to us the doctors know how at the right time to reduce the dosage so you can please consult the doctor and please follow the advice of the doctor this question is from lahari Prabhuji, what is the philosophy behind Ashwatha tree as explained in the Bhagavad Gita 15 chapter first two verses? Ashwatha tree, the banyan tree what Krishna refers to is giving the example that just like the banyan tree on the bank of a river, if you see the reflection it's upside down. The roots are on the top, the branches, the twigs are in the bottom. So the understanding we get that this material world is the reflection of the spiritual world. Yes, in the spiritual world also there is relationships. In material world also there is a relationship. In material world the relationships are based on personal sense gratification. The pure form exists in the spiritual world where all relationships are centered around Krishna. So, just like in a banyan tree, you have the reflection in a water bank. Likewise, this material world, Krishna is giving this example, this material world is the reflection of the spiritual world. In the spiritual world, there are relationships, there are emotions, there are feelings. It is not void of variegatedness, varieties, but it is in a pure form. Right now, in this material world, all what is happening in the spiritual world is in a perverted form. There is relationship between man and woman there also. Just like Krishna, the gopis, the gopis loving Krishna. But those relationships are pure, unlike the relationships in the material world. So that's why the example of Ashwatha tree or a banyan tree is given. This question is from Arpit Pandey. What is the true understanding of yam yam vapi smaran bhavam? Suppose at the death, I am not able to, I think this is covered. Uh, I am able to think of Krishna, but the bhava of love is not there. What does here mean bhavam? Bhava means our feelings, our emotions. I think we have covered this. Even if we don't have the bhava, but if we have practiced, we have tried our best to remember Krishna throughout our life, Krishna will help us give the right bhava, give the right remembrance. We do our duty. Right now we are practicing sadhana bhakti. Sadhana bhakti means Bhakti, which is with rules and regulations. 
Spiritual master has said, chant 16 rounds. I may not feel, I may not have bhava, I may not experience taste. But I do it because my spiritual master has told me to do it. This question is from Ashwin Srinivasan. How to persuade people to come to know about Supreme Lord when they avoid us saying no time to listen or their interest is in demigod? Any suggestion you have for us? Yes, people have... Uh, <clears throat> Sometimes they are quite uh, not willing to listen. They are quite hell-bent on following what they are following. They are not open-minded. We should not waste too much time with such people. Fortunately, in India, there is no shortage of souls. In other words, there is no shortage of people. There are always some people who are innocent and who are willing to listen. So we also do not waste time, come what may, just keep speaking to the person and waiting and you know, somehow that person should listen. No, it may not happen. The person may not have the Agnat Sukruti or piety to understand what you are saying. He may not have that good fortune. Everyone is in a different circumstances. Somebody is in deep ignorance because of his karmic reactions. We are not powerful enough to elevate everyone. So we do as a matter of duty to that person, you give prasadam, as a matter of duty, you even preach to that person. But he is not willing to accept and it is very clear, then do not waste time. Speak to some other person. So in other words, the problem is not with what you are speaking, the problem is with the recipient. When the rain water falls on a rock, it will never absorb that water. It will just glide down. If the same rainwater falls on soil, it will absorb that water. If it falls in a desert, it will completely absorb that water. So there are people who are willing to listen to us, listen to this message about Lord. Let's look for such people and, and speak to them. This question is from Virendra Ekbote. Does spiritual master help a devotee at the time of death to attain spiritual world? Yes, spiritual master helps. The remembrance of the Lord comes because of the mercy, because of the blessing of the spiritual master. We should not see that we are trying to approach Lord independently. All our spiritual endeavors should be seen in connection with the spiritual master. Because of His mercy, we are able to remember the Lord. Because of His mercy, we are able to chant the names of the Lord. Because of His mercy, we have this Divya Gyan. So we should never disconnect ourselves from the spiritual master. So if we are able to remember the Lord, it's also because of His mercy. This question is from Poonam Garg. Insan ke jite ji Ram naam satya nahi bolte. After death, he kyun bolte hain? Jabki Ram ka naam satya fir. So that is the problem. What it is, when it says Ram Nam Satya, it's not after death. Actually, it is in a living state. It is the missing point. But unfortunately, because we are in Maya, we don't remember that Ram Nam Satya. Hai. It is not that Ram Nam Satya is after death only. It is actually Satya at all times. This question is from Jyoti Takne. We get human life after a long duration. My question is in the context. If we struggle so much, then 
Our life is still full of issues, problems and struggle. Our mind is full of questions and trying to seek peace outside. Still we are attached to parents, grandparents and all. Yes, human birth also, there are 4 lakh species. Out of 84 lakh species, 4 lakh species are human birth. I recently came across a news article which says that there is a person who is so dirty, in fact it's called the dirtiest person in the world, you can google and see. He has not taken bath for last 65 years. Can you believe? A person have not taken a bath for 65 years. If the place where he is staying is made clean or something clean is served to him, he feels jittery about it. Just like something very dirty, we don't like it. So he feels jittery. Now he is also in a human birth. Out of that 4 lakh species. Almost like an animal, almost like an animal. In fact, you know, just like animals don't take bath, many of the animals don't, don't uh, this thing. So, it's almost like animal. So, we all are in different circumstances. In that sense, we all are in different species, even though we may be human birth. Prabhupada is also a human being in that sense, when he took a human birth. But his consciousness is different from us. Exalted devotees, their consciousness is different from us. So, wherever we are, we accumulate our spiritual credits and move ahead, move ahead, move ahead. May not be able to complete in this life. Possible, we may be in a circumstances which does not permit us to. We have attachments, we have material desires, we have desire to gratify our senses. It may be very deep-rooted, but still we progress further. This question from Hemlata Yadav. If someone who is grahastha but still feels that he is obsessed with Krishna and finds devotion enlightening, then what is the way of dharma for him or her? If a person is grahastha, has family responsibilities, one should remain in the family and try to practice the principles of Krishna consciousness. It is possible. Krishna consciousness is not only for renunciants. In fact, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu visited South India, he met a brahmana. He gave the instruction, Sthane Sthite Shruti Gatam, be wherever you are, give hearing to the messages of Lord, that will purify us. And uh, we all, as I said, maybe in different circumstances, it may not be easy for everyone to eject out from those circumstances. We should be there and do our duty and also remember the Lord. Mam Anusmarya Yudhya Cha. So with this, we come to an end. Thank you for joining us today.